Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, Waylon, Yutani. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror. The ones who didn't get to tell their tales. For as long as I can remember, people have always said, when life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. I never really thought it was true. I always thought it was just kind of hokey speech that people would give you to try to cheer you up or motivate you. But this week's guest kind of turned me around and all that. You go from Arnold to Danny Glover. Oh, yeah. I mean, back then, that's the lethal weapon, Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we've been driving through the lethal weapon tunnels in L.A. Have you really? You know, where they shot those scenes. Um, my nurse slash girlfriend, Colette, is here. Say hi, Colette. <laughs> All right. So I'm like, she was um, basically born and raised in Buffalo. So I've been like, these are the lethal weapon tunnels. This is the running man building, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real cool. Uh, well, welcome, Michael Lair, to, to Neighbors. And Colette. Hi, Colette. Uh, does it have the same effect on you seeing the lethal weapon tunnels or the running man building as it would for Michael or I? I think I was really frightened to drive through there. <laughs> yeah. 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 They've added a bike lane and it's a protected one, but I'm like, wow, this would be an awesome, perhaps frightening experience. I've almost doored, I think about a dozen people. Since yeah. I moved out here, it's crazy yeah. people on their bikes out here. Oh yeah, it's. I thought it was bad in Chicago, and it's not nearly as no. bad. No, because they don't. And you know, Chicago's number one in the nation as far as bike cities. So <laughs> LA's catching up and angrier. <laughs> Everyone's in a rush, yep. and they're known. Bike lanes will literally be in the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be physically possible yeah. for both a car and a bike to be in that same if spot. People are very laissez-faire about just going out into the street. Yeah. Like, it's nuts here. And when you say laissez-faire, what do you mean definition. Okay, if I'm being honest, I have no idea. Uh, I think it just means, like, carefree. Is that I right? Feel like I used the word zeitgeist the other day, uh -huh. and the person I was talking to, we both agreed we kind of think we know what it means. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like that's out in the zeitgeist, right? Yeah. Isn't that the thing that's the same? Yeah, yeah, like I said... Nowadays, if you go to a stand-up open mic, every person is doing a joke about the Joker movie because <laughs> yeah. the Joker movie is in the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Would yeah. that work? I think that works, yeah. Mm, you think, but you're not sure. <laughs> None of us are. I think you and I should continue to throw words around that we don't yeah, really know the meanings to. I do. Well, <laughs> I sit 24 hours a day 
Words are my game now. <laughs> I've never cared so much about words. They're wildly important. Oh, yeah. More than I thought they were. You know, I believe words and people should both follow inclusivity. That's yeah. a new word I'm using a lot, too. <laughs> inclusivity? Yeah. I I'm play. disabled now. I need more inclusivity in my life. Are you kidding? I, uh, I, that's, I need to have a good one. I need to come up with a good word to use all the time. Yeah. I got to find something. Yeah. I, can't, I, use... I won't take inclusivity because that's yours. No, 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 not. For a minute, I, um, use Jump Street. Jump Street? Yeah. I'd see, I'd like that. Like, it's, it was like that from Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Meaning, from the beginning. Right. But you sound like a too cool bebopper, <laughs> don't stopper, if you're using the phrase jump street. I went to high school with a kid who would, he if he didn't like something, he would describe it as void. This is void. And then if he wanted to leave somewhere, he would say, let's destroy. <laughs> That's totally yeah. void. Let's destroy. I like both, but destroy, it feels like more original and like, wow, I like that. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Let's destroy. <laughs> Our exiting of this situation or premise, premises would literally destroy it. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. Uh, you are, are you're like brand new to LA, right? You oh, just yeah, got out here three, four weeks. Yeah. How's it going? You like it? Oh, I love every minute of it. Yeah. Um, I lived here for two years before my foot started dragging, and that led to an eventual diagnosis of a form of ALS, which basically means your um, motor neuron cells in your brain aren't talking to your muscles right. So that's the current situation I'm in. So long story short, I got sick, I'm wondering what's up. I can't work a dentai phone anymore because it's, it's very intense. And I had to move to Buffalo, live with my brother on his couch, figure out what's wrong with me. Fast forward, met my nurse slash girlfriend on Tinder. Month later, we moved in together. Year later, we moved to Hollywood, baby. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, man, it's all great. I love man. it. Colette, how's Hollywood treating you? Do you Colette, like it out here? That air, Colette. She doesn't like this at all. Colette, <laughs> she's not in the business. <laughs> she doesn't know dead air is death. I no doubt. She has to help me in the bathroom, so she's right. Uh. A lot of dead air in the bathroom. Yeah, oh we get it. You were just redundant. I love you. You're my queen. But before I had this awful disease, 
I was a professional comedian for a very long time. I forget what point I was <laughs> making. You you were a professional comedian for a very long time. Thank you. <laughs> it's hard to put all that on a business card. Michael Lair, professional comedian. <laughs> we were at Second City at the same time. Yeah, man. We understudied the same show. Mm -hmm. I bet. Um, well, I don't know if you went in permanently for Robinson after he left. Maybe not because I played him on a couple of days during that South Side of Heaven. You were, you guys were. Um, you were on ATC when I went in. Right. And that yeah. was just starting. To yeah. To the point where Tim's kid got in a playground slide incident, and it was fine. Oh, yeah, they yeah, They were yeah. worried about his angle or something. Yep. But they pulled me out of my <laughs> new process dinner meet greet to fill in for Tim. Did they really? And, and... Uh, the That's show hilarious. was new. I didn't know some stuff because I'm only going in when they're running. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, begging people, hey, tell me those new lines. <laughs> right. They're yeah. literally throwing me around the stage because mm -hmm. I never learned the choreography. Yep. It was awesome. That's a that's a lot to throw in somebody just yeah. last second. Hey, go yeah. in. They called me to go in for Baltz one time, uh -huh. and I was like three, third on his understudy list, and I didn't know the show. I hadn't read it, so I was like, I can do it. And I panicked for like two hours. I was just watching tape, and then Riley called me back and was like, you don't have to do it anymore. I was like, thank uh -huh. Christ. What was your – how many hours did you have or days? I think she called me at like I think noon on a Sunday. For that for night? For that night, because he got yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, I think it was like around noon on a Sunday she called me. Like, she used to not like this joke I made. Allison was our casting person on their city of the show. And that was always saying stupid shit. <laughs> but both would love this. Yeah. But both, like, during an improv show, he jumped into a bunch of cardboard boxes and hurt his throat. And I got to understudy for like three weeks while he healed. Uh. And I told Allison, I'm like, both injury, injury made me like two grand. And, <laughs> and she goes, Never say that again. <laughs> I love, yeah. Him getting hurt made you two grand. Yeah. I love that. Oh, uh, you did a lot of that after you left DTC too. Like you did, you understudied quite a bit, right? Um, you no. certainly did patches, right? Because you and I did some patch goes together um, while we were there. Yeah, I mean it's all kind of a blur after ETC. Yeah, because at that time I was definitely overindulging. <laughs> um, In what, Michael? Um, no, just life. Yeah. Or um, let's call it Vice Squad. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, not so harsh, but I mean, 
I definitely enjoyed myself. <laughs> yeah? yeah? It's I an mean, easy yeah. place to do that. Well, when you have to work an hour and a half a night mm-hmm. and everyone loves you. Like, <laughs> right. you're a Chicago tourist attraction. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't know about a lot of my peers who dip stages, mm-hmm. and I love my mother and father, but I was not mature enough to handle that job and the shine it brings when I got it. I, I know. I wish I would have gotten it now. Yeah. I think it'd be I totally different. I feel the same. Yeah. I mean, I've been humbled and... Defeated by disease, but still, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, it gets a little dark sometimes. I mean, if we can't do it here. Yeah, I mean, like, the, yeah. you've seen my stand-up. It's all about, all right, come on. <laughs> Can I swear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone asks us, though. Yeah. There's, like, hardly any places you can't swear anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. I was, um, I'm really, <clears throat> I'm really into, um, Ultimate Fighting UFC. Are you really? Yeah, my t-shirt is Jorge Masvidal, three-piece oh, in cool. Minnesota. He made famous, because... <laughs> After a fight, Leon Edwards was talking shit and Jorge sashayed over him with his hands behind his back and then, pop, 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 pop. And they were like, what you doing? Jorge's like, gave him a three-piece in the soda. <laughs> and he sold a million shirts. Three-piece in the soda. He won last night. Biggest event of the year. Was he that? Did he do that knockout in like three seconds or whatever? That yeah. is him. That's him. Yeah, five seconds. Five, yeah, that was quickest ever. He knocked out Ben Askren, who was undefeated, and testing himself in the UFC with the best of the best. Unfortunately, Ben has lost his last two, but Jorge <laughs> knocked him out. And then while Ben was obviously unconscious and rigor mortis, Jorge yeah. punched him two more times <laughs> and then sent in the press conference. It was super necessary. And now you can buy hats that say super necessary. <laughs> I mean, That's I amazing. love MMA, man. I, I don't follow it. Like, I watch the big fights, like yeah. Lesnar when he fights. Yeah, McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just got on ESPN, what, a half year ago? It's, so, it's like everywhere now. Yeah, it's ascending. I mean, that alone will mean it'll be on... Uh, on at bars for your casual fan, mm-hmm. like every other sport. I see him at like Buffalo Wild Wings where they oh, do like, yeah. you know, come see whatever. Oh, they event, always yeah. have the pay-per-views. Yeah. If you don't want to <clears throat> buy the pay-per-views and can stuff a stomach 
<laughs> BBWs, <laughs> man, that is where you should watch your yeah. UFC. Yeah. On the <laughs> you smell. can stomach buffalo. <laughs> yeah, the the smell of wing sauce makes me nauseous. Does it really? And I'm not sure if it's heightened by my disease, but you walk in there one of those places and it smells like open asshole. <laughs> I hate it. Wings are good if you're on keto or Atkins, but otherwise, people are too passionate about wings. All right, and like, and with the sauces and the judgment, like, grill them up, no sauce, and I like chicken. I like protein, but man, it smells like. House of Vinegar up in there. <laughs> Colette, where do you fall on the Buffalo Wild Wings? Do you... <laughs> I've never been oh, you gotta go. Everything yeah. he just described is absolutely true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then, like, what's cool about it is if you go see a UFC fighting one, there's a good chance and the actual fight will break out. It's yeah, that's fun. That is fun, but it yeah. seems like it's just a recipe for disaster. Oh and yeah, and a Buffalo Wild Wings showing the UFC to oh, a bunch yeah. of drunk idiots. Yeah, they advertise on the canvas. They're partners with Dana White. <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> they're very. They keep their. Um, relationships and numbers close to the chest, <clears throat> but I bet Dana White does all you can eat, Cardi BBWs. There, I mean, yeah, yeah, man, man. It is fun when a fight breaks out, like at a hockey game or something. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I kind of secretly hope that happens every time I go to a sporting event. Well, I've only been in three fights my whole life, and I got beat the fuck up. Everyone. <laughs> When's the last time you got into a fight? When's the last fight it you got was into? It was an amateur boxing fight. Was it really? Yeah, like. I didn't yeah. know you did that. No, I don't. Oh. That's <laughs> why I got beaten up to a concussion. Um, long story short. I'm in Chicago, I'm around 22, I'm 49, and my boss at a restaurant, he's like, hey, you guys want to go to late night boxing? I wasn't a fan, I'm like, eh, it would be cool, you know, hang out with my buds, um, but I won't like this. The night changed my life. <laughs> Alright. One, it's in a place in Chicago I never found again. <laughs> and I lived there for 17 years. Where was it? West Side, I think. <laughs> um, the word Tropicana comes to mind. But, what? Tuesday night, starting at midnight, Metal detectors and armed guards. Now, they have different fights. Girl fights, 
um, you can find a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you can find one of their semi-pro like challenge them <laughs> to like a Campbell match. It was crazy. And they had a rap DJ and the smoke machine. And in my fight, um, they were paying, playing Papa Roach. Got my life into pieces. <laughs> and it was, I'll never forget him. <laughs> I'm drinking and smoking a cigarette. Uh-huh. Ring sign. And I hear in Spanish, Bendocito, Michael, Lara, Arlo, Smith. I'm like, oh shit, I think it's time to fight. You didn't, did you know you were doing this? Yeah, I signed up. I'm wild. That's amazing. I bought off more than I can <laughs> chew regularly. Yeah, I fought my best friend. So, I wait, I... So they called you up and you fought one of their semi-pros? No, I fought my Oh, you fought your friend at the thing. Okay. We signed up together. You signed a release. They put on (laughs) headgear. Oh, my God. And you fight shirtless with your jeans on and and 16-ounce gloves. They were laughing so hard at the fight. (laughs) They gave us a tame moment. It's incredible. This is amazing. Yeah. I didn't even know this existed oh, in yeah. Chicago. Oh, yeah. I, oh, mean, I would have loved to have gone. It might have been a mirage. And like I said, they only spoke Spanish. So luckily, my restaurant manager was Spanish and in the know on all the cool <laughs> shit. It's fucking amazing. Dude. I saw, like, people get thrown around the ring. They would have arm wrestling. It was incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. So you fought your friend. Yeah. And you lost. I lost badly. I learned very quickly I can't fight at all. (laughs) And I threw up afterwards. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I have... I haven't been in a fight in years. I think the last fight I got into, I got sucker punched at a bar. Yeah, I mean, fighting's never worth it. And I'm into UFC, but most martial artists learn it till they don't use it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm <coughs> an angry person, and angrier now that, you know, my legs don't work. So, um... And people talk so much shit at the stand-up shit. Like, a guy asked me the other day if my dick still works. So I'm going to be start pulling motherfuckers' hair and shit. <laughs> like, my arms work fine. I'm going to put me into an Uma Plato or some jujitsu shit. I haven't learned yet, but my arms work fine. Plus, I can talk all the shit in the world, and no one's gonna do shit, because I'm in a wheelchair. Truth. (laughs) 
Man. Are you doing a lot of stand up out here? Oh yeah, Are man. You? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, look. Obviously, I'm dealing with the. A dark situation. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck. And my voice is um, diminishing. It didn't sound like this a year ago. So we're out here, and I'm going to do as many sets as I can before my voice disappears forever. Because this is where this leads. But... I took three years off of performing <clears throat> while they were figuring out what the fuck was wrong with me. They didn't come up with any answers, but that's just how it goes. I mean, they know, but it's a mystery and incurable. Anywho, um, my point is, like, carpet diem and all that shit, I'm devouring life. I'm a better comedian than I've ever been in my life. And that's growing. And every set I've done, I've done about 10 in the month I've been here. What I'm saying is resonating with people. And I'm getting those feels back Mm -hmm. that we're missing. I did a thousand shows on Second City, each thing, yeah. and then nothing. <clears throat> That's like heroin withdrawal. But now I'm back, babies, <laughs> and I'm fucking shit up. Come fuck with me. I put my money where my mouth is. You will not be disappointed by Michael Lara. Comedy performance. I promise you, you will not be. No. Michael, I wish we could keep talking all day, but we got to take a break and talk to somebody from the world of Predator, too. Wonderful. So, uh, great seeing you, buddy. I'm glad you came by. You too, man. All right, we'll, we'll be right back. Hey neighbors, Adam and Nate here to talk to you about Patreon. Now, this podcast is possible due to our Patreon patrons, and you can become one by going to patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead. Supporting the show on Patreon's easy. You pay what you can, and in return, you get my neighbors are dead merch, behind the scenes info on how we make the show, a shout out on future episodes, and more. You may be wondering what we use this money for. Well, we use it for things like production costs, website hosting, traveling for the show, and our monthly meds. We are both severely medicated sad but true now podcasting isn't cheap and we appreciate any help you can give if you'd like to see how you can help out the show go to patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead thanks for listening and now back to the show well thank you for doing this no problem my pleasure to be here Always happy to share my story. Yeah, this is quite quite the story. Uh, well, before we get into it, did you find the place okay? It was. Uh, no, I don't find <laughs> any places okay anymore. No, I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I have frontal lobe disorder. 
Oh, one of um, many um, things the predator did to me. Um, well, I, I'm talking to Bruno from New York. Uh, it's quite this, quite the tale. Uh, you were just an everyday kind of guy, right? I was commuting to work. <laughs> the predator, the predator come me and got that green juice all over me. And I thought, oh, maybe it can get me high too. I was a junkie. And then I sipped on the green juice and I got even more sick. So... <laughs> What would take me through what your life was like before you met the predator, before you were attacked by the predator on the subway? Were you just, was it pretty normal? It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. I lived in Flushing, Queens with my wife and four kids. <laughs> they all, they all left me after. What the predator did to me. They left me. They were heartless like a predator. Your family left you. Everyone. That's so family terrible. Family and friends. <clears throat> I'm a pariah. I'm the elephant man. You're not the elephant man. I am. You're laughing. I'm not laughing. You don't have frontal lobe disorder. I do. My laughs are uncontrollable. Your laughs purpose and at me. I'm, I'm friends with predators now. I send them your way all cloaked and shit. They'll fuck you up. You won't even know what time it is. <laughs> oh, Bruno, I'm certainly not laughing at you. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to make light of your situation. All right, apology accepted. So, <laughs> so your friend, your friends post attack with the predators. Now, what is yeah. that like? Well, <laughs> that's about inclusivity. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. We all make mistakes in life. Mm -hmm. And I want to forgive the predator who did this to me. That's very big of you. Well, also, know this about predators. On their planet, they're all predators. So there's no race in them. There's no sex in them. There's a predator pride. All right? So, we, even though they come here to hunt us uh -huh. in our jungles and in our cities, on their own planet, they are living the utopia that we strive for. I mean... It. I hate to say it, but it sounds like predator-induced frontal lobe damage might be the best thing that ever happened to you, brother. <laughs> you, <laughs> you speak the truth. Look, a lot of people have been through horrific things in their life, mm -hmm. and they come out the other side with renewed perspective 
and humility. And that's what my friend did for me. I mean, that's really great. You're sort of, it's, you know, making lemonade out of lemons. Oh, yeah. That's great. I mean, what... Hey, so I know... Yeah. Um, Brothers hate lemonade. They do? Yeah. I I didn't know that. I, who hates lemonade? That's very... Predators hate lemonade. So are you... Uh, so I'm assuming your family's gone, yeah. right? They left you. Uh, <laughs> Immediately, and even like third cousins. Wait a minute. Everybody's yeah. cutting you out? Yeah. Well, I'm really bro, um, pro-Trump move. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so Yo, I'm from Queens. I'm a bad motherfucker from Queens. Yeah. Just like Donald Double J Trump. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm just trying to put all this together. I, maybe it's not the predator attack. Maybe it's the pro-Trump stuff that people don't like. Either way, I know <laughs> but predators, and that's fine by me. How do you feel about all this impeachment stuff going on? It's bullshit. It's a, <laughs> a smoking. It's a fake news and. Let me say this. No threats, but if Donald Trump is a bitch, I know a few predators that are going to have something to say about me. And if you think NRA people are scary, well, look out for some motherfucking predators. Wait, are you telling me that you're gonna try? To, you're gonna insi- insinuate predator violence if pr- Trump is impeached? No, and I don't appreciate the accusation. What <laughs> I'm telling you is that predators are pro-Trump. They don't like what's going on right now, uh-huh. and if he's impeached, there will be predator hell to pay. It sounds like a threat. I mean, like, not from me. I'm not a predator. I am in a wheelchair, but I still have free speech. And I have been given permission to speak for a predator. <laughs> you're su- you're, I admire your passion. You're very passionate about this, clearly. Well, I mean, we live in a crazy world right now. Yeah. Where people act like there are no shades of gray. And there are. And trust me, it took a predator for me to learn that. Yeah, I mean, it, were you a Republican before the predator attack? <laughs> no. <laughs> You weren't. You were. Were you a Democrat? I was in the Green Party. <laughs> Ralph Nader, I'm still supporting. Um, but um, I was Green Party for sure. Libertarian. Yeah. Um, customer advocate, customer consumer rights. But that's all out the window now. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Predators open my eyes to the truth. See, from space, you get a better visual on what's really happening in America, yeah. the world, and the internet. Predators have a perspective and a level of intelligence we don't provide or think they have because they're so fugly. <laughs> but that's racism, that's sexism, that's weightism, that's all the ism. They can't help it. They got, you know, reverse buck teeth or whatever. Yeah. Reverse dranculus. The fangs. Yeah. Like, and we go and hunt. Some dentist goes to Africa to kill a lion. Yeah. So they can have money to protect, to protect <clears throat> more lions. That's all predators are doing. I never really thought about it from this perspective, Bruno. No I think one it's really has. No one. And the only reason I do podcasts anymore is to get the predator message out. Predator awareness. Predator awareness. I yeah. like, I mean, like, I think it's great. I think it's very much, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Well, Danny Glover, at the end of Predator 2, he said this stage. He. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> uh, Hold on. Predator attack sign of Please take uh, your time, Bruno. Uh, uh, I, but Danny Glover fought a predator man to man, and he beat him. And the other predators carried him away and let Danny Glover alone. What an example of sportsmanship and just, like... Lesson to be learned. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'd never thought about it like that. Coco Golf, you know the tennis player. Yeah, yeah. She lost to Naomi. I forget her name. The other prodigy who's dating the rapper. But both of them were at the award ceremony because they, the winner was like. Coco, you're a future champ. I'm sharing this with you. They don't even know it, but they're practicing the lessons of the predator. I think we could all practice the lessons of the predator a little bit more. Only reason I speak anymore. I think it's great, Bruno. You've really you've you've come out of this thing like a million bucks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I um, I have to get someone to hold my penis when I'm peeing now, and I can't wipe myself. <laughs> but um, I'm so grateful for all my predator friends. Will you be campaigning for Trump this uh, coming up election? Will I? Um, I kind of never stop. Um, and yes. He was at UFC last night. 
Oh, it was? Yeah. Made their parents, got booed, all those people dead <laughs> by, by predators prior to Wait, do you think those people are already dead? Like the predators already killed yeah. those people? Yeah, they don't put up with that shit. Jesus. Predators, they're, you know, they don't have like all the Netflix and streaming platforms we have. Yeah. So they pretty much only hunt people. So if they see an opportunity, they'll take it. I got to say, this was not what I was expecting out of this was, you know, maybe we should be a little nicer to Donald Trump. Maybe we should. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Is that a predator side effect? Yeah. Um, well, the green glowing poison that is their blood. Yeah. And um, every um, 20 minutes or so, it paralyzes me. Jesus. For, for, for a moment. For only a moment. And then and it passes? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our crosses to bear. Well, I think you're doing a great job with yours. No shit. <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Fuck your pride. Predators are the best thing that ever happened to me. You said you did that. You were you. It snorted their blood, or you were. Yeah. <laughs> were you a drug addict before this? Yeah. Oh, you were. <laughs> oh wow. yeah. Everything. Oh, everything. Everything was on the table. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it was awesome. The thing about drugs is. They're amazing until they stop being. Yeah. You know, like, but they're so popular for a reason. Like, holy shit. I had some really good times, but the predators taught me, you know, <laughs> you don't need drugs. Get high on life. The predator got you clean. And then, predator changed my life. No regrets. I do a podcast with the predator who did this to me. Yeah. <laughs> you do a show with the predator yeah. who did this to you? Yeah. Wow. I. Yeah. That's really. That takes a lot. Of, that's a lot of class I on your mean, end. Hardest part is. They're uh, super smelly. They smell? And they smell. Oh, no. Yeah, but they're not human, and they're all, like, aquatic and reptilian and slimy. And that green blood, it smells like butt meat, you know? Yeah. It's not good. If your family and your th like in your third cousins are listening right now, yeah, what would you like them to know? Um, well, first, um, don't throw stones in glass. <laughs> Alright, second, fuck you. I don't need you anyway. Third, you're not getting any of my predator GoFundMe money. Fourth. I got replacement, so when I blow up, 
No one coming knocking. When the president knocks on your door, don't come a-calling. Well, I mean, that you've said it all, Bruno. That's great. I'm, yeah, I am hope they're listening. Yeah, uh, no, the president. No, 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 your family. No, uh, I don't want anything to do with the president. Fuck my family. <laughs> Can I give a shout-out? Of course. Um, um, brother, just, well, I don't speak their language. We do, like, you know, sign language. Sure. But, um, shout out to all the predators and keep doing you and let the world change. You don't change. Well, Bruno, uh, your positivity is infectious. I think we could I all, know. we could all just be a little nicer to each other. I think definitely we could take that away from this. Yes. Well, Bruno, I'm glad I'm glad everything turned out okay. I mean, you've it could have been really bad, but you've made it the best. I don't know that. Well, Bruno, thank you for coming by and telling us your story. Your pleasure. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort with editing done by Nate Dufort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Bruno was played by Michael Lair. You can catch Michael doing stand-up all around the Los Angeles area and follow him on Twitter at SteveMartian69 and on Instagram at MichaelLairComedy. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash dead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. And you can find us on Facebook and at Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. What's up, stoners? Welcome to I'm Too Effing High. It's a podcast where we test the age-old question, does marijuana make you funnier? I'm here to talk to you about eating people. I bring on comedians. I get them high on marijuana. Ooh, yes. It's just like Fisherman's Cup. Yeah. Oh, and I would know. <laughs> Please give a warm welcome to Nicole Byer, Tim Bob, Sam Richardson, Mary Holland. Are you guys ready for this show tonight? I'm too having high. New episodes every Tuesday. Yeah. Stay too having high, you guys. Bye. Campfire.